0: So when we hand it to our daughters at 13, now they're on Instagram, now they're on social media, and, and, and the anxiety will start 100%. It's not a matter of if or when, because now they're into this world of everyone is in their face showing perfection constantly. And for a lot of teenagers, what does that do? That creates a lot of anxiety, which then makes them feel like, okay, I have to be like this.
1: Welcome to the Silicon Slopes Life Podcast. I'm Andrew Diaz, and each month I bring you the heartwarming, interesting, and fun stories from the people that make the Silicon Slopes community a place to call home. Hey everybody, thank you for joining me today on Silicon Slopes Life Podcast. My name's Andrew Diaz, and today we spoke with Colin Karchner. Colin is a presenter and social media uh, professional in helping our young people navigate the pretty treacherous world of social social media at the age they are and also has some great insights for parents too. Uh, he's, he's helping us help them and he's having a presentation March 14th at Timberline Middle School and I'd invite you guys all to make it over there if you can whether you have a a student that's a preteen or a teenager goes to Timberline or doesn't. It's something as parents we all should be educated about, and Colin has a great presentation that that really helps in the in that field. One side note on this is Colin's a very busy uh guy in that he's, you know, he's he's at the schools all day long, and then does parent presentations in the evening. So. It was tough for me to sit down with him and actually have a face to actually have a face to face because he's in different locations every day. He's doing up to sometimes three different schools in one day. So he was kind enough to give me an hour of his time today, but we had to do it over the phone. And so the audio on this one, uh, please forgive me on it. I I I tried to do the best that I could with it. It's still something I'm learning how to do the the podcast and. And I'm I'm uh, I'm failing uh, forward, but this one's a little bit, you know, it doesn't have the the warmth and the the connectivity that the other episodes have had. And uh, if any of you have any insights on how I can make it better, I'm I'm all ears for that. But uh, just wanted to let you know this one has uh, a little little bit of poor poor audio quality that we're used to. Um, so. Please listen though the content is well worth it. Um, he talks fast and gets a lot of points out, so it might be one that you, uh, you know, can can take some notes on and and listen to more than once. So, thanks again for joining, and have a great week.
2: where where do the effects of social media on our kids and in certain neighborhoods that we have here in Utah northern Utah county that yeah. cause a undue pressure on our kids where we're not having because I know it's not because the parents are just uh ignorant to it but we're not having a conversation about it and and what yeah. so what is happening and and then finally what can we do to as parents to um have some outreach there that that's being more that's more effective than what we're doing right now because clearly it's sure. it's not being effective.
0: Well, um, the the issue of areas of North Utah County or Silicon Slope area, the issues of uh, why are the teenagers, why are our kids in these areas struggling so much with anxiety and depression, and oftentimes suicidality and suicide in these very very affluent areas. Now we can't point at one thing. Uh, there's a lot of stuff. Um, if we talk first about the fact that before social media even came around, there's are we've always been putting pressure on our kids to excel, um, and that's just something we do as parents. We want our kids, we want our kids to be better than us, and uh, and so we're already putting undue pressure uh, on our kids to succeed, and this is before social media. So I want I want parents to think about being a 13, 14 year old kid again and the stress you already have, you want to fit in, you're trying on new avatars every day to see who you are. Um, you know, there's a lot of stress of, you know, the, the bullying starts in middle school typically, um, and when you're 13 and and trying to fit in and making sure that you go through life unscathed without being called on by the teacher or by doing something stupid that maybe some kids at school will find out. Um, so there's already a lot of pressure on our kids. Um, because of just the age that they're in and, and the social pressure um, and those kind of things. Now, now throw on social media, throw on Instagram and throw on Snapchat. So what does that do? And parents can't figure out a lot of times when you, when you mention, well, I don't think it's parents are being ignorant. I think hundred percent of it is that parents not, not are willfully ignorant, but we are blind to what handing social media to your teenagers is doing. So the kids uh, get on Instagram and on Snapchat. And what does that do? You think it's just, well, now they have a way they can talk to people and post silly photos. Uh, that is very, very scratching the surface. What happens when you're handing your kid Instagram and Snapchat is you are unlocking 24% content access, which is what? Which is now everything that stopped at 3 o'clock when the bell rang when we were younger for your kids never stops, right? So the whole thing of wanting to fit in and trying on new identities, these kids at 13 have no idea who they are. And so when you give them Instagram, now they are following, uh, hundreds, if not thousands of accounts of people who are celebrities or models or perfect people in their mind and everything they see on their phone. is just perfect, perfect, perfect people, perfect lives, uh, highlight reels. And for adults, it's very hard for us as a fully processed mind to be fully developed minds to go process. Okay. That's just a photo. That's not real. This is obviously been Photoshop, airbrush, it to our daughters at 13. Now they're on Instagram. Now they're on social media. And and, and the anxiety will start 100%. It's not a matter of if but when because now they're into this world of everyone is in their face showing perfection constantly. And for a lot of teenagers, what does that do? That creates a lot of anxiety which then makes them feel like, okay, I have to be like this. They're being influenced to start dressing and acting in a certain way. And you watch it. The second you give your kid's smartphone and social media uh, you'll see them like grow up overnight I always say parents when you hand your kid a smartphone that's the day they stop being a kid and, and even if it's just for games like they're going to get on this stuff and so now your daughter and your son have all this pressure to A, uh, be perfect because that's all they see in post and they and they realize that's what kids like. Um so the pressure to be perfect as you start noticing they start dressing and acting in different ways uh, and, and then the other thing what opens up is a lot of bullying right in the old days, the bullying stopped at 3 o'clock. Uh, but parents, you need to understand this. For, for your kids, it is constant. It is always going. Uh, something you post or something something you do stupid at school, in the old days when it was forgotten about, like in an hour or maybe eight people saw it, now for your kids, is on the school Snapchat page and it never goes away. Um, yeah. So there's just a lot of pressure on kids that are constantly worried about performing 24-7 so they're not unfriended, so they don't get unliked. Um, and, and it's, it's just too much. And so we throw that on top of them at this age. And then we throw on the top. The other biggest problem is that we, as parents, a lot of us, because of our phones and our social media, uh, we have created horrible digital behaviors that our kids are mimicking, which is, you know, we only post the good stuff and we only share, you know, the promotions and the trips and the Disneyland and the Newport beach. And so our kids, and they tell me, I talk to thousands of kids every week. I speak 30 times a week. Um, they tell me they say you know at thirteen they're starting to notice that my parents only sh- only only love me when they're sharing my accomplishments when they're sharing my soccer or my dance or my swim team or my track needs. and so what we're unknowingly doing to our kids is we're putting more mm. pressure on them to say you're only going to get love from me um, and we're not saying this to but we're we're showing it by our actions
2: we're showing it if, if yeah travel
0: soccer yeah exactly so what do we all do we put our kids in travel soccer we put them in travel, volleyball, we put them in dance, we put them in 10 things because we have become so insecure because of social media's effect on us that we are, are now caring more about what the others think about our kids than what we really do. And we all do this. And, it, and it's just human nature, especially when you show social media to it. So now you look at these areas that are very, very affluent where kids already feel pressure. Mom and dad are successful. Uh, all of their friends, families are very successful, So they feel that pressure. Then we pile on social media, we pile on this constant pressure and anxiety. Um, it's just too much for these kids, they snap. Um, and then when they look at their phones, the parents, many parents aren't aware that there's special culture on social media for kids to promote and glorify depression and, to, and glorify suicidality. There's a lot of seeing, hurt and love that goes on. You know, kids can get a lot of likes if they're either perfect or if they're constantly depressed and complaining about, oh, life doesn't matter. You know I've always been best. The kids know these keywords. and they have parents who are lawnmower parents, but they just mow through all their problems. we and then we throw on religious pressure, right? I mean that's and then the pressure of, hey, if you mess up, something's wrong with you. If you look at porn, which is all over your phone, which is I mean it's the easiest thing to find now, we you know these kids feel shame and they feel guilt. If they do something that is against mom and dad morals or what they've learned at church, you know, they feel worthless and they tell this to me all day long. So we have these kids who are already under this pressure. They're looking for ways to numb, they're looking for ways to cope. And, uh, you know, people on the phone are saying, oh, I just, you know, I date, you know, THC in my jewel pod. Or, oh, I, you know, I, I sex photos to boys to get attention. Or, oh, I, you know, I, I just, I do this, that, or the other. And, and for so many kids, it's just too much for their little brains and their minds. And so what happens? The cutting happens. Uh, the suicide attempt happened. And then suddenly your little 13 year old daughter, who you thought was fine a year ago because of this whole process and cycle, is now in therapy or now they're in inpatient care for a suicide attempt. And parents boggle their, their minds are it. Like, how is this happening? Um, I just, I, my, my, my point is parents, you've got to see what the pressure is going on in your kids when you throw on social media and then you check out and you're not checking on them and, 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 and you're not connecting and talking to them. Uh, or letting them know that, hey, if you make a mistake, you're not the mistake. You just made a mistake, and it's okay. Um, honestly, I think we have created the perfect storm for these kids, and I think we've only scratched the surface on the suicide rate and homicide rate and accidental death due to oversight rate. I think we're just getting started unless we have a big conversation and say, okay, how do we stop putting pressure on our kids from religion standpoint, from school, from social media, and most importantly from us as parents? Um, we got to let our kids be kids and we got to take some of this pressure off or we're just, we're going to see these rates continue to skyrocket. Sorry, that's my fan. That's my
2: soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's a good, it's a good soapbox to be on for sure. And it's a message that I think people would be surprised to hear as far as we're just scratching the surface of this in this conversation. Cause I think people think that, Oh, uh, we've reached the tipping point, and what I hear you saying is we're not close to the tipping point, which is really scary oh uh, we're still for this climbing area. we're still climbing
0: it yeah i mean we we are still climbing uh and, and parents have to we have to stop giving our kids smartphones and access to social media too young, we have to stop giving it to them when they're nineteen eleven 12. it is too much dopamine, it is too much anxiety, it is too much pressure
1: and 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 I
0: tell parents, look. It can be a fantastic tool for these kids. I've seen 15, 16-year-old kids create Instagram accounts and get football scholarships out of it. They can do really cool stuff. But 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, there's literally nothing worse you could do to your daughter than give her a phone and give her social media and not check up on her.
2: Um, It's it's just too much to process. Well, and Um, another thing that you said that uh, hit home to me was the – them seeing you post things of what you what they've done good. I did that this morning. Like I don't let them. Neither of my none of my kids have phones or social media, but they uh, do see me on it. My daughter wrote her first screenplay today and I, or over the weekend, and I was like, hey, look, because it was neat, yeah. you know. And and I don't. <laughs> cool. And I'm not even thinking like, oh, she's seeing, daddy post things when when I do good things. And, that's and it. yeah, and then that's it. And it's like, okay, I never even that never even crossed my mind. So, yeah. who are some who are some of the the leaders in your space that you go to for uh, maybe deeper learning about the subject sure. and what you're talking about? Or where are some some resources that people can go? Absolutely. Uh, not, I mean, obviously, I'm going to put uh, your uh, <laughs> your website all over the the post, but I want to know. Who are you going to to kind of like go? Hey, this yes. is where you can get some intel.
0: So for, there's a couple a couple different areas. There's tons. But the ones where I go to continuously. So uh, for the for the parents out there whose daughters are struggling with social media, um, and, and especially with Instagram and with Snapchat, and you're noticing it's just take your daughter down a spiral. Um, one of my one of my favorite accounts on social media, ironically enough, is Beauty Redefined. Uh, at beauty underscore redefined. And this is Lexi and Lindsay Kite. They're both PhDs in twins. Um, and they got their PhDs in, in body image and in social media's effect on developing minds. And it's, their, their stuff is fantastic. Um, so that's for the parents. who have daughters on social media it's affecting them. Uh, for parents who are just really, really getting up in arms about their kids fortnighting too much or gaming too much and trying to understand why is my son a total hellion when I let him play Fortnite for two hours, it's like he turns into this demon and he screams at me and he's aggressive, and you don't know why. Um, my favorite book I've read on this is called Glow Kids, G L O W, uh, and then Kids, and it's by it's by a PhD Dr. Nick Carderis. And I tell you this, it is the most eye-opening book, and it's a great read. Um, and I tell parents every parent night, look, read this, even if you read the preface and chapter one, it'll be enough. And I tell parents, too, a lot of the parents, like, my son's gaming too much, and he, he won't listen to me at all anymore. And I say, okay, well, he doesn't want to hear from you anymore. He's got to hear from an expert. Go get Glow Kids. Make him read Chapter 1 and the preface and write you a, a one-page book report. Uh, I've had parents tell me, my son was so hooked on Fortnite, Now he's 15, he hated my guts, played all day, and he read the first couple chapters of Glow Kids, and he gave me his PlayStation. When he was done. He said, Mom, I don't want this anymore. I don't like what it's I to um, but there's I, I, there's a lot of great books.
2: We uh we pick up uh Untangled uh for your request. We have yeah, that's
0: my other Best and, Book uh, Raising Daughters, Untangled by uh, Lisa Demore. Uh, I I mean this is my Bible for I have three got three daughters, oldest is in middle school. I just keep I'm reading that over and over again. Uh I'm in, in the same books. spot
2: and I do, yeah. I read it and I go <laughs> Oh Chapter one fun. over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Uh, man.
0: If You're Raising Boys, Glow Kids, or uh, there's a really great book called Boys Adrift. Um, really great read on why boys are gaining so much and, and and why are we seeing so many boys struggle with dropping out of college to go gain more. Why why is a third, one third of boys in America are now being treated with ADHD and everyone's trying to figure out what is that. I mean, this is a great book on that. Um, so this, obviously there's a lot of books. That, the thing is, though, there's not a lot of science coming. I mean we're we're delayed on this. This is all new stuff. So there's not a lot mm-hmm. of old you know, journals you can reference. Uh there's not a lot of studies, uh, cause this is all brand new stuff. Um, so you know, there's yeah. definitely some good books. I just I'm reading a book right now called Unselfie. Uh, you know, selfie with the UN so Unselfie and it's all about why our kids are raised with such a lack of empathy. Why is bullying taking off? Um and, and basically explaining to parents, like, look, if your kids are only communicating through screens we're robbing them of empathy because they can say, Oh, Hey, I hate your face. Go kill yourself on a Snapchat post to a girl, but they don't see that girl wall her eyes out because of that post. Um, yeah. so that kid isn't learning empathy
2: at all. And I'm um, seeing so that. I mean, you, I think um, you could probably speak to it as well, but we're seeing it even in adults that, that that's the scary part. And that's what I tell my, my 12 year old who says yeah. that I want to get a phone for my, my birthday is coming up and I say, there's adults that aren't handling phones the correct way, because they're not phones yeah. anymore. First and foremost, but, but no, just, Why do we?
0: Why, yeah, I don't know even call them, them phones? phones. I mean, I your kid has never made a phone call with a phone ever. Like, why do we call them phones? They're, yeah, that's the last thing to use them for, you know.
2: Yeah, and and so I couldn't imagine um, the the 13 year old me doing that. When somebody got out of line or got a little bullyish or a little mouthy, you met at Stoner park after school. And it was like you said a, about an hour after school, everybody forgot about what was going on because you, were, you thought about Maybe it. Maybe you pushed and was, shoved
0: and then, or you saw me through a punch and then, yeah, I went to that guy the next day. Right. <laughs> that's the odd yeah, part. yeah,
2: exactly. Um, you, were, you were buddies after you had yeah. the conversation with the principal and, and it went away. And now, um, I think that's why that there's such an increase with, um, girls bullying as much too, because oh, there, it, there it is no stop. recourse. Yeah.
0: And it's and it's all night too. Parents, I, get, take your kid's phone, turn on the notifications on Snapchat and Instagram and text, turn them up full volume, and put her phone in your bedroom at night. You will have dings going till two and three o'clock in the morning, of all the oh drama God. that carried over. And and if you look at schools, uh, the amount of kids who are going home because of a of a tummy ache or of a headache or they're leaving school early because of that, uh, and it's not because they're sick. It's because up all, they were up all night getting bullied, and they don't want to go to school the next day and see it.
2: Um, mm. you know,
0: it it's happening all over the place, and we just we've got to be more aware. And so we can stop running our phones, raise our kids.
2: With that in mind, you know, as a parent, and you know this, having a kid in middle school, reacting as a parent is very dicey at times. You have to really pick and choose how you're going to react, wh- what what way you're going to react, and and really bring them, um, let them have some. Um, some ownership in the conversation so that you're not like where they don't just run off and go, you don't understand me and that you don't see them yes. again for a week. What are some, what are some best practices for parents to uh, be able to breach the conversation and not alienate their child?
0: Yes, this is uh this is something I always try and help parents with the paranoia uh, is how is teaching you how to not react at all. Now, the, uh, these kids today are under so much pressure and strain that when they come to you and and, and and they are brave enough to tell you that they're struggling with something, whether it be they started looking at pornography or whether it be they started vaping or they sent a, an explicit photo to a boy uh, who, you know, kept hounding them. When they're brave enough to come tell you something, um, if you overreact, your kids will never talk to you about it ever again. Um, you have just closed the door on that conversation forever. And your kid will continue to struggle with it. So all you've told them is, I, as a kid, okay, mom and dad are going to get mad and shame me. I just need to find a workaround. Uh, you can take their phone, and that's okay. But guess what? Take their phone, and they're just going to use a phone at school from one of their friends. Uh, they're going to find a way to get online. Um, and so step one is don't react. And I know, I know it's hard. Um, but you literally, what I see parents say, okay, is just give them a hug and just hug them for about 10 seconds and don't say a word. And then when you pull back, you look at them with love and you say, I love you and I'm so sorry that you are going through this. Step two is, what can I do to help? Tell me more about this. Uh, the one-liners of how could you do that? Just get over it. How could you be so dumb? You know, just the more fish in the sea, those have to stop because that keeps your kid in crisis mode. Um, things like, tell me more about this. How do you feel about this? Those are, the, those are your responses. Um, I tell parents, I say, listen, they just need to know that they can come to you and they can talk to you and that you're not going to get mad. Um, now, when you're done with that conversation, you can go in your closet and you can scream and cry and punch a pillow as much as you want. But when you're in front of your kids, they need to see calm and they need to see love And they need to see someone who cares because um, sadly the the amount of stress they're under, we see so many suicide attempts that happen within minutes, if not hours after a crisis uh, because when they came home and they actually told mom about it, they freaked out and they overreacted. And so um, just love your kids. And when you want to get mad, just don't do it in front of them, get mad somewhere else (laughs) and uh, Mm -hmm. take it out on the pillow because um, when, when you, when you go to, when your kids come to you and they say they messed up or they're struggling and you don't just first knee, knee jerk yell or yell at them or take their phone away, you're letting them know saying, Hey, I understand that you're going to make mistakes and, and you can bring those to me. So guess what I does the next time they are approached to vape in the bathroom or the next time they're approached by someone, Hey, say send me a new photo or any of those things. What you've told them is, Hey, you can bring it to me and I'm going to love you. and I'm going to talk to you about it. Um, if they yeah. don't get the scene heard and loved from parents at home, where do they go? They go on social media and that's where they go. And, and that's where they go try and get the attention and the love and the validation and, and parents. That is not where you want your kids to get those things because that's when the predators find them. That's when the, the people who prey on them, the older kids or even the ups pretending they're younger kids. That's where they go after these kids. Uh, yeah. Say, hey, I'll listen to you. You know, I, I'm here for you. Why don't you download Kick or Amigo? or why don't you download, you know, one of these other apps that are housed offshore and then I can, then they can start the grooming process. And that's when things get really, really scary. Yeah. I,
2: uh, like I said, I, we haven't done phones yet. And, and my oldest said, Hey, can we talk about this? And, and I uh, used your, uh, your advice from, from when we saw you at temp and I, I, I was very calm and I said, you know, I understand where you're coming from wanting to get a phone. I don't know the right answer yet in regards to that. like, I, I admitted my own ignorance to, cause she's like, what's the argument? I, I, I like, you know, let's have, let's have the discussion. Right. And I didn't have all of, all of the answers yet. Cause she came up with if I'm somewhere else, if I need to text you, if I need to make a phone call, I said, I get that. I think that's all reasonable. Um, my concern, now, my concerns are X, Y, and Z. And then it came down to, so I'm going to put some pressure on you. I said, Colin is coming to Timberline next week, <laughs> so <laughs> after you listen to him, um, <laughs> then we'll then we'll go ahead and discuss it. <laughs> yeah, there we go. I'll take
0: that. I, I'll, I'll I'll take it for you. I'll tell you this: um, after your kids are done hearing me speak, it's going to change their lives. Um, and, and and your daughter's going to say, Dad, I get it. Or your son, I get it now. <laughs> I just yeah. needed to hear it from someone else besides you who is like cool older brother who can say in terms that I get. Um, that, that's always a, that big question. Parents, you know, it's a, when should I give my kid a phone? When should I give him a phone? You know, if you walk into a Verizon store, they're going to say, well, your kid's nine, they need an iPhone 10 right now. You know, of course, right. that's the, no, <laughs> they're, they're trying to sell you on anything. Um, my thing, yeah. parents, when you're going to give your kid a phone is wonder, is ask yourself, what is the end goal? If you just need to get a hold of your kid, like call and text. Do not. They don't need a smartphone. You can get yeah. them a, 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 a. There's plenty of. There's wearable watches. There's relays. There's the, there's the little relay walkie-talkie. There's gizmo watches. There's flip phones. For heaven's sakes, I know a lot of parents hear that are like, "Whoa, flip phone? Really? Do they make those?" Heck yeah, they do. I have one. Um, they're they're amazing. You can call and text to your heart's desire, and you don't have to worry about your daughter getting on Instagram and see videos of kids teaching how to self harm to relieve her anxiety. You know. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of really good options out there.
2: So is Uh, is that why you
0: uh, just thinking they're going to be fine with no restrictions or monitoring uh, that that's that's as as deep in the sand as you can as you can dig your head. So
2: so I I was wondering, you you know, you said it it helps to have a uh, kind of a a big brother uh, voice to to reaffirm what we're already talking about at home. And I'm wondering, is that why you somebody who speaks about the the risks and the dangers of social media, is that why somebody like yourself has such an active Instagram account? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, active... <laughs> I... <laughs> well, the reason why I use Instagram is share everything uh, because what I share is very eye opening stuff about the dangers of social media, especially for the kids. And the reason why I share it on Instagram is because there's no really better place. I haven't found a better place to share the dangers of something than other than where the danger is. Um, right. So that's, that's that's why that's why I use that um, because that's why I know the, the people who need it the most are on there, and that's where they're yeah. flipping through and, and reading. And I'm hoping to grab them while they're, you know, scrolling through a bunch of skinny models, talking about how you know they're a size zero two weeks after having a baby. Yep. <laughs> you know uh, yeah. Be able to scroll through and say, hey, you know, here's some information on that, and here's here's stories of other kids, other people your age, what they're going through, just to validate these kids. Yeah. Um, and also show kids like like you could. I've never told these kids, like, just get off social media. Uh, I tell them just, you know what, you can use it for good. You can do a lot of really cool stuff with it. Um, So don't, you know, don't let it ruin your life. Use it to inspire and uplift others or use it to serve others or use it to, you know, brand yourself as a football player. uh, And then you can, you know, get scholarship money out of that. This stuff's not going away. We either got to teach our kids how to use it the right way. And if you're not going to teach them, don't give it to them because it's going to ruin their lives. Yeah, well, I think that's different. the best.
2: That's the best message right there to kind of end on is, I, I and that's why I wanted to bring that up. I was kind of uh, giving you a little needle in the side there, but I, you, you answered that perfectly, uh, and and I like I liked the message there of it's not going anywhere. So let's have a discussion now about how to use it the best way and be positive and and make it work for you. You know, instead of something, and and that's the thing about your Instagram account that I did notice once I went and watched, I was like, ah, he's really all over the place with this, but, uh, are all over it, not all over the place. And, and it is, it's positive messages. It's, I have your back. It's support. It's let's do good things. Let's make changes. And, um, and that's like, I think that's a really positive message that, uh, uh, is opposed to other quote unquote influencers that are out there that there's no real will- <laughs> There's no real positive message there. It's just no way. No, I
0: mean, there's there's some pretty awesome influencers out there who are influencing. And, and I hate that word, influencer. What are you influencing people to do, right? I, I mean, a lot of people are like, <laughs> oh, I'm an influencer. And it's like, you're only influencing people to hate their life, right? It's just kind right. of, I have more, I have more, I have more, and you don't. Um, you know, that message is, that's that's what's causing so much depression among people here, especially in Silicon Slope areas. Uh, you know, everyone's using social media to just tell everyone how much better their life is. We all got sucked into this whole toxic perfectionism, and it, it's time we got we to gotta get, you know, we got to put the line back in the cage and think, okay, what we're posting, is it really, what kind of message is it sending to not just people in our peer culture, but to our own kids? It's it's setting the standard for our kids that, listen, social media is for one thing. Share only your, your, your triumphs, you know, pretend you don't fail, and show everyone that your life is perfect when it's, ah, these kids need to know that life's not perfect. You know, yeah. mess, you mess up. We fail. I love telling my kids when I fail. I love telling the kids I speak at when I fail. You know, I tell the kids one of my challenges, hey, this week, when you fail at something, share it. Go on your Instagram and be like, look at this. I just sat in gum. My jeans are destroyed. Check it out. I totally bombed this test. Like, you're to <laughs> change the, the narrative that social media is just this highlight reel. Um, and it's going to start with with us parents. The kids are they're, they're just mimicking us. Yeah. Um, so we, we need to change sure. how we do it. And start. you know, parents, sure, fail, right? You lose yeah. a job or you flunk this or you fail this or, you know, you you, you, you drive your boat into the pier and, and, and you know, puncture the hole. Share a photo of it. Why not?
2: You know, let people know sure. that we're, we're all humans. That's great. Well, hey, I don't want to keep I know you're you're due to to jump into another group of uh I got a family here. School. About 15 minutes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking forward to um, to your March 14th uh, presentation at Timberline, and I'll make sure we get this up and going for everybody. So uh, awesome. I just wanted to say thanks so much for that, and and we'll put all of your, uh, I'll 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 do an outro here and and put all of your um, contacts on that, so I don't waste any more of your time. But
1: um, well, I really
2: do. I really appreciate your time, Colin. Thanks so much for well, for yeah, being on good the podcast.
1: Thanks, everybody, for stopping by. I hope that the audio quality was good enough for you to hang out for the 30 minutes we had Colin there and that you were able to get some good information from him. Again, please show up March 14th at Timberline Middle School and stop by his presentation for Parent Night. I believe that's going to be at 7 o'clock, might be at 7.30. Either way, I will put that on the blog post for this podcast. And if you know anyone who I should put on in the upcoming episodes of the podcast around our Silicon Slopes area, please email me at Andrew at siliconslopeslife.com. Thanks so much and have a great day.